My name is Aram Varti and I am the Dungeon Master for God's Fallen. Welcome back for episode 34 as the party continues their arduous climb from within the Union's towering onyx walls. Before we start, I'd like to say a special thank you to Greg Tito from Wizards of the Coast who asked us on the official Dungeon & Dragons podcast. It was both a thrill and an honor. If you want to listen to that, we'll have a link posted in this episode on godsfall.com. And before we dive back into the Union, we have a very special announcement. BattleBards.com is live. BattleBards produces premium audio for all of your RPG tabletop needs, and they have been gracious enough to provide us with their entire sound catalog to be used in God's Fall. This week, we're going to focus on the amazing full speech tracks BattleBards offers to breathe some life into your NPCs. Like the sales pitch of an eager innkeeper. Welcome, honored guests. Come in, unburden yourselves, and rest your weary feet upon our velvet-lined chairs. A gruff sea captain. If it's passage y'all be seeking, it won't be comfortable or cheap. Elves, dwarves, and orcs. Even a giant charging to attack. So if you want your game to sound as good as God's Fall, check out BattleBards.com. When we last left the players, Para had just barely escaped being sawed in two when Zion figured out his riddle at the last minute. 19 plus 3. So that will do it. So you guys sit there for a while and you're trying and you're thinking of ways and you're seeing that blade come ever closer to Para. And he just looks at you and he and he says, I'm sorry that you made Promise! Yes. Exactly. And you shout wow. promise, and it lets go, and he leaps out of it just as the blade slides by, and the door opens, and it vanishes into the wall, and the bars in front of you lift up. <laughs> <laughs> the players continued to the level above and found themselves in an overlapping series of passages cut through by large openings that were sealed by the same magical force that prevents Doro from teleporting through it. Things were going well until they got about halfway through. You all hear a rumbling. You haven't triggered any, anything. Nothing's been pressured, nothing's gone down. You just hear a rumbling and you guys see this center column of the pillar open up, a gigantic doorway open up and a huge creature, clearly a giant, with the same dead gray skin raise its eyes, let out a roar, pick up an ax and begin charging. Escaping just in time, the players begin another arduous climb as their stairwell wrapped around the entirety of the Union a full three times until opening into a loud and wet room beyond. The ceiling is 
thick with churning storm clouds, spitting occasional flashes of lightning that reveal a massive carving of the god of the seas, his golden hands wrapped around the center column as if he was thrusting it into the eye of the whirlpool below. A strip of smoky glass with no visible supports bridges the gap to the central pillar and a ring of similar glass that creates a narrow lip extends around the entire structure. Excellent teamwork led by a quick-thinking halfling got the party quickly across this obstacle and to yet another stairwell that wound far above. The next level takes another full two rings of stairs to ascend as the stones dry and the air grows warmer. The smell of grass fills your nose as the distant strikes of a blacksmith ring from the wall. When you finally emerge, though, you find yourself in an empty stone room as large as any of the others. The column is not there. It rises about halfway up and then it's just empty all the way to a ceiling. In its place is a board? There's a castle or a keep of some sort, a round tower surrounded by walls and a, and a front defensive area. There's land and actual water as you look at it. The water is rolling back and forth as if it was waves, if it was tiny is little this waves. inset into the pillar? Right on the pillar, right? You have to kind of tiptoe, but it's right there. All around the- I grabbed yeah. up on my shoulders. Yeah, and all, right, exactly. Yeah, and the dwaffling. Now, at the edges, there's about a foot lip all around the edge before you get to this game piece in the center, and there are these tiny little figurines, much like the ones we have set in front of us now. <laughs> and as you look carefully... I flipped the table. You can't, it's just a giant pillar, you can't move it. I teleport the pillar. You can't do that. You I do. It resists. So, uh, I each, make it not resist. Each of the little figurines, there's one that looks just like Zion, there's one that looks just like Torvik, like Serena. In fact, there's ones there for the entire crew you came down here with, including Caitlin. I find mine. Yours is right I there. I take it. Like, wow, look! There's like a toy of me! Yeah, this somebody knew that we were me. coming. We should play some sort of game with this, of magic and rolling no, wait. of okay, dice. So, so this isn't like a, a hole in the ground <laughs> where we see below. No, no, this is like, a, it's like, like right at chest level. They're like The pillar comes up and then just stops and there's none above it. Right. You came in here, it closed up behind you and there's no other way out. Where was where is my where is my character? Right in uh, right right on the table, right in front of you. Yeah, yeah, but I mean like on the thing. So they're all on the lip of this thing. They're all kind of like like kind of scattered throughout. Okay, this so lip. they were not on the actual table. Correct. Okay. So I I want to take mine mm -hmm. and I I put it on top of the castle. I'm like, look at me, king Torvik of the castle. He places it on the thing and Torvik vanishes. <laughs> Torvik, you idiot! I take mine and I put it. On the land, in he, front of the castle. He vanishes as well. And now, Stop it, people! And, uh, as you're watching, their little figurines are moving on their own, kind of like, like you know, back and forth across these areas. Does okay. mine move suddenly? Or is it <laughs> no, just but, moving? No, but what, what you, you guys are like moving where you are, and I'll tell you what happens in a um, second. As you're doing that, though, you see many other pieces appearing here. They all look like orcs and hobgoblins and other types of creatures. There's siege engines and catapults and they're all appearing all around here and starting to advance towards the okay. castle. I grab Torvik and Doro and pull them off and put them on the You can't move them. You cannot physically, it's, it's like you can't even get I reach to out them. with my divinity and attempt to lift it. Nothing. Just bites you the it's whole Jumanji, way. Jumanji, bitch, we're in the game. Mm -mm. 
Mm. To sweep the orcs off the planet. <laughs> yeah. I try to sweep the orcs off the, off the Nothing. planet. Nothing. Cyrena looks at this and she's fine. She takes herself and places herself directly at the top of the tower and vanishes. Where do you think we should go, babe? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go to where Doro is. Okay. You all appear at the same time and you are in a vast field. There's a keep and a castle here exactly as you saw it on this rocky outbluff that rises up to meet it and then lowers to meet this grassy land in front of you. There must be a couple hundred orcs, goblins, whatever, hobgoblins, ogres aligned against you, all coming through at once. You see several siege engines, you see a couple towers, a couple catapults, all marching towards you as a trumpet blares. are here with Torvik. No, no, with no. Doro. Sorry, Doro and Para. Torvik's at the top. So you, Para, and Doro are all down here on the main ground, and you see all these forces lined up. About 10 miles away, this camp of maybe a thousand, right, of ogres and orcs. And we went from 300 to a thousand, oh dear. A thousand, about, <laughs> about a thousand. There's ogres and orcs, and <coughs> need, like there's, there's about six catapults. Right, and I need, I need the crew to be able to run it. And there's also a battling around. I was like, oh, I'm a little short on people. So there's a thousand people, and they have a, one, well, looks like a large battling ram, at least half a dozen catapults, and a bunch of other arrows, and pikes, and whatever. Roar, and we have all... no quarrel with you, and we run in the other direction. <laughs> well, well, you got distance because they've, they've set up camp several miles away. You can see them starting to put up tents and everything else. Yeah, take the castle. There's we'll nowhere for it. you to really go. I mean, you'd have to go through their camp line in order to get out. And not if they're if they're charging if they're charging the castle, we stay back here. You we're could destroying, 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 and then we just go around and leave. You could try, but where would you go? Opposite of the war. Yeah, but where are you? Uh, How do you get back to where you were? Well, uh, we're gonna live in that end of the snow. Yeah, we'll just live there. For the rest gonna of live here for us to realize. Okay. We'll build up a little. It'll be like Maze Runner. We'll build up these stupid little sheds against the giant <laughs> large structure. Oh my God! And Please don't talk about Maze. Maze Runner. <laughs> ten, ten minutes in, Doug and I are watching this movie, and we're and we're both like, well. Build a fucking scaffolding and climb to the top of the Look wall. Look at all these trees. Swear to God. You could chop down. Swear to God. It was so frustrating. We've been here for 10 years. You've been here for 10 years? No, you, you built anything? You haven't built a goddamn scaffolding to get to the top of the fucking wall? Jesus, kids, you belong there. You're the elite that are going to help us do what? The elite of morons about how stupid we are? Oh, that was an upsetting movie. So you guys see that they have set up camp, and it is dusk rapidly approaching night. So they've clearly set up camp for the evening. Some bonfires are going up, tents have gone up, and they're apparently waiting until dawn. There's Doro. So small. Is, is Para playing a loop now? Mm-hmm. Para's the new bard. He's the next bard. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I can play a flute. Yeah, Guys, except I got this. <laughs> it's Para, so it's all, it's, all, it's all gonna be like unplugged Morrissey. It's like one depressing song after the next. <laughs> I once had a brother. <laughs> I don't think he would bring the fire, but... <laughs> Alright, so you see this line of people setting up camp. Okay, and you say they're miles <coughs> away, so... No, yeah, like several, like several miles away. There's no imminent threat whatsoever. Looking behind you, you see the fortress, well, it's a very small keep, but it looks very well fortified. There's a huge main gate here, and then, then just beyond it, 
There's a second gate. You can't see it exactly from where you are, but there is a second gate here. Well, to the larger tower beyond. These are all ramparts up along the top, about 20 feet above the rest. This reaches 60 feet into, into the air. So there's three stories of this and then the, then the top of it. How tall is, an, uh, is a, uh, a beastie? Uh, orcs are, you know, anywhere between six to seven feet tall. Uh, goblins top it at about four or five feet tall. There's a couple ogres who are going to be pushing 12 feet tall, and that's what you're seeing. So an ogre could go here. Well, an ogre could. One ogre could kind of like boom and then like standing on top of his shoulders, grip the top and pull himself up. Uh, you would say that there's 5% of those troops look like ogres, so maybe 20 or 30 of them. But yeah, they could probably double-hand each other right over well, that wall. Well, I suppose wall. we're using our, our spy glasses right now because how would we see like... Yeah. Ten miles oh yeah. Away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You, well, yeah. You got your spy glasses or whatever. You. You already. Doro has his on him. He, he would just whip it right out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That Where, was a gold piece thing, right where's there. Where's Torvik and Cyrena? Where are we? Where are we? <laughs> okay. So you roll. You kind of roll back towards the castle. Roll. Roll spot. Perception. Right. Thank you. Perception. Uh, eight. Torvik is literally on top of the wall. Like. Hey, hey. It's like, he has his axe above his head. Stay up there. Get up here. We need a plan. Let's get together. Okay. So um, I, I lead the rest around and we go to the door. No, you don't have to. I mean, he could just concentrate <laughs> oh, for a yeah. sec okay, and then I'll beam just, you up there, you know. I'll just do that. Pop, right. pop. So you are now at the top of the tower. And Cyrena is there. Torvik is there. It's like, hey, we got to fight. Yes. And while he's doing that and drinking and... Oinkers is jumping around in her little a I chain mail. I we had left Oinkers in uh, the... Oh, right. Oinkers isn't there. Right. Because that would be dumb. Because why would Oinkers come on this thing? It was just extra. Yes. Right. Exactly. So, Torvik is there like, raw, and he's like ready to fight. And so... Okay. So, there's an army out there. Yes. So, the thing that has me most concerned is that quite obviously now, this whole tower was made just for our benefit. Like, whoever made this thing is here testing us for some reason. It certainly seems so. And you see Cyrena... And she's standing around the same table you guys were just standing around. And there's like a tray that's been carved into the edge of it. So there's the map in the center that perfectly recreates the map you guys are looking at. As you guys are moving, your little pieces are on the board moving in representation. So now that you're all here in the tower, they're all there kind of milling about yeah. in that area. Yeah. It, it kind of looks like that uh, those uh, rumble football if you if you've ever seen it, where you put the uh, players on, they it kind of looks it kind of it looks like that, right? The keep is well stocked with weapons, armor, arrows, food, water, and oil. At the top of the tower is a second large table, much like the one that transported you to this tower, with the center composed of a topological map that perfectly recreates the scene below. In addition to their own pieces, several more are lined up in a trove that has been cut along the bottom of the table in like a half arc edge. There's like a little indentation that's been carved and there are several other pieces lined up in there. They are very clearly representations of what they are. You can just glance at them and know exactly who these, who these people are. The, the pieces are startlingly accurate to the real people they represent and immediately recognizable as the following. Branick, Adamil, Lando Chivite, Hartalase, Pehitoho, Jasra Omar, Oscar Duarte, Annika Bloodstone, Kailu Lithar, and Ginfonk Stormfuse. All the people you met on, the, all the main cast you met on the boat, along with, uh, with, uh, with uh, Ademiel and Brannock. <laughs> she has Brannock's piece in her hand. 
And she shrugs and boom, place it right down on the tower. And Brannock appears. He just there, he is in rags. His beard is long, his eyes are sullen and empty. His hands have big red raw marks around the wrists and he has those same raw marks around his ankles. And he looks up at you guys and he sees you and he fumbles and he starts moving away and he has his hands up and he, he looks terrified. Brannock, what's wrong? What happened to you? He's like, you, Zion. Yes. Where am I? Um, that's hard to explain. Who? How did? How did I? Where's Franny? Back in Ani, as far as I know. Where are we? Are we in Ani? No. Is she here? No. What? What happened to you? I don't know. I don't know. You guys, you guys fell asleep, and we couldn't wake you up, and and then she fell asleep, but she woke up, and when she woke up, she was so mad, and she was so mad at me. And she had him lock me up. And they questioned me, but I didn't understand. They said, I came into her dreams and I didn't know what she meant. And I've been there. I've been there ever since. But she would come in and she would like get in my head and she would make me love her. And then she would hurt me. I don't know. Torvik, kill him. All his wounds are healed and he stands up a little a straighter. And he still looks like shit, but you know, he healed and he seems Palmer and Cyrena takes his hand while that's happening and you can see the ring on her finger glow and you can see him just kind of straighten his eyes widen for a second and then narrow and he just she's always done this to me she did it the whole time I'm sorry Brennick and I'm sorry you had to find out but I'm glad that you're safe well <laughs> I wouldn't say safe and so Cyrena looks to you and she's like she seems concerned about Brannock, but again, she's the queen, so she's a little bit beyond people's <coughs> personal troubles. Right. And Brannock is just a guard, after all, to her, <laughs> you know? And so she's like, well, it would seem that these pieces actually summon those that they represent. Yes, but uh, is that something we should really do? I mean, aren't we putting these people in danger by coming here? There's an army headed this way. If that army kills us, and we do not save the God King, they are in just as much danger. I suppose you're right. Well, they did sign up. Well, Automil didn't sign up, but the rest of them did sign up to help us. I would agree. Shall we summon them? Doro? Of course! All right. <laughs> and she takes the next piece in, in line. She takes Automil and plunks him right down in the center. There's a flash of light again, and Automil appears with another wild elf clutching his arm. We didn't summon you. And then they are both like the second they appear back to back, instantly bows out, perfectly guarding each other. And then Automil's like, Zion, Automil, Doro, love it. <laughs> yeah, Automil. Wait, who are you? What magic is this, my friends? Uh, the Union. He nods, like confused, but knowing at the same time, like, okay, how? But well, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. What are you doing here? Although they knew you were here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh -huh. yeah. All right, sense motive. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you have check. <laughs> Why would you sense his motive? You have no worries. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, sense his motive. Intimidate. Yeah. Uh, critical failure. Yeah. No, Automil seems like he's telling absolute truth. In okay. fact, you wonder why you ever doubted him. <laughs> I'm kind of just like giving looks. Like, where am I? Torvik is very much like Evs. He's like gone over to us, he's like, we could ignore them. And he's pounding out some chain link or something, but 
growling and looking back and taking a swig of ale. Elves. <laughs> so, Automil, heard you uh, use a little bit of uh, blue mud and like to wrap it around us and uh, track us around, eh? Put his bow back, his arrow is back. Kind of looks to you, just gives you a shrug, like, okay, the gig's just, up. Like, I have bow down, but I'm like, yeah. uh. <laughs> These are odd friends, and you recognize them as the ones you saw right. earlier that, that, that you were told not right. to be seen in front of, so I guess that, that gig's up too. <laughs> and he's like, yes, we have done exactly that. Well, why are you working with Baron Lafleur and Goldilocks Grabby Hands? We are not working with Baron Lafleur and Goldilocks. Well, we don't know his name, but he's an asshole. Grabby Hands. <laughs> Sebu, He's another one of the awakened. Sebu had stolen a bow, the jaws of mud we were using to track you, and absconded with both. We tracked him down to a meeting with both Baron Lafleur and one named Tiago Reese that I did not know. Lafleur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We saw him, Sebu sold them the mud. Apparently he had sold them a sample of it before. That was on a boat that sunk. Perhaps you know something about this? Yeah, well. Yeah, I know specifically about this. <laughs> well, that set them back a tad. They met back up with Sebu. Sebu sold them the rest of this mud, and then they departed. How did he get it to begin with? Is he, he in charge of Hagen now? We are a trusting people. He stole it and left. So you guys are after him now? We had taken him. And as soon as we had taken him, you brought us here. This one showed up with you. Why didn't that one? I do not know. She Neither was holding I. me at the time. Neither do I. Did you I summon both of us or just me? Just you. Then I do not know, my friend. Ooh. I'm sorry, who are you? Do I say anything or? He nods at this point. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I'm uh, Rita Falaval. I was with him as we were tracking, um, what's his name? Sebu. Yeah. Sebu, yeah. Sebu, <laughs> when we were tracking Sebu. <laughs> Well, uh, I guess we welcome the help. Uh, at this point, there's an army. Uh, none of this is real, by the way. I'm pretty convinced. However, if we die, we'll probably die. Um, so it's not real, but deadly. <laughs> not real, <laughs> not but deadly. Yeah. Yeah. We're right now, uh, might as well tell you since you're here, um, at a, a top, well, within, buried deep within the Union, we're trying to on, go on this mission. And in order to complete this mission, we have to get through this room. This room is now a battlefield, uh, which probably doesn't exist, as I said. Uh, <laughs> there is an army of about uh, a thousand orcs and other baddies, sorts, uh, about ten miles away, camped out. So we have the night to figure out how we're going to defeat them with our divinities. Oh, and this is Brannock. <laughs> and Brannock's actually over off to the side, and he has picked himself out. Plate mail and a sword and a helmet, whatever broken creature arrived has been transformed into a pissed off, focused Brannock. He's not smiling, he's not making jokes, he wants to kill something for what's been done to him. Yes, and I'll get to that. We have plenty of those. So <laughs> yes. You can something out. else. <laughs> all right, Your, Your Holiness, I guess put the rest on the board. And she starts pulling all of her crew one by one and they begin to appear. They are, again, all startled, every single one, but they're also really good at following orders. She picked them for a reason. She, she, she tells him what's up and she assigns them two different tasks. They're, uh, 
a couple of them who know how to run the catapult from her own ship, she puts on there. She puts a couple others with bows along the walls to get ready. Pei Toho is set up with a small infirmary and all of the salves and everything else he could possibly use. And you know, they just prepare the best way they can. She, uh, she uh, assigns them to hold watch over the evening. Pei Toho lays out what's uh, available and she tells everyone to eat and then get as much rest as possible. Well, right before we eat, I'm mm -hmm. gonna grab all that oil. Yes. And I'm going to coat this with oil. Well, you could order them too, too. Right. I mean, you can just tell the crew and they'll, well, yeah, absolutely. Before we go through too much of that, I kind of want to use some of it for sabotage. Ah, sabotage. so you have a plan. <laughs> yeah. There's, you would, if you use half your oil, you can fill that entire place with the equivalent of lamp oil. That'll just go up at the first hint of fire. Now, she says, perhaps we should, now there are some like barrels that have like, you know, pitch anchors. You could fill these things and get them ready and then pour them out as people enter. The mm -hmm. only thing she's worried about is like, we could fill it, but the fumes, we will have torches. It's, it's, it's you yeah, know, it could ignite during the night. So let's maybe get it set up and wait. Uh, yeah. Fair enough, you're, yeah. you're, you're holding So they run around and they are getting that ready for you. We, 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 they shall go on your command, Zion. So keep an eye on them. Okay. How many uh, catapults? They have yeah. six. Uh, none that you can see, just the catapults. Just one and one ram. giant battling ram that's covered. So it's got like, they're hammering down hide on it right now and then soaking that hide with buckets of water. So they're, well that and be wet. So it won't catch fire easily. That is where you guys are, and her crew is setting up. You guys are having a relatively nice feast. There's plenty of cheese, <laughs> and it's good cheese. Oh, it's where cheese are we at with your all regions diet right now? It's my current dietary yeah. uh, restrictions. Well, is restrictions? Are we in restrictions again? Are you not <laughs> eating cheese again? Are you? I don't know. I have a very complex relationship with cheese. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why. That's why I asked. It's usually very changing. It's a hue of decisions rather than just. Set ones. I don't know. I'm so mad at my family right now. I think I'm just gonna eat cheese out of spite. Why are you so mad at your family? Well, because they they're trying us to kill us. In their fucking ship, and he was you like, "You don't know Stop. who was on that ship. You never saw any of your brothers directly. You I don't thought know." When Perry and I got on it, we oh, did, you did see yeah. his one. We Wait, saw everybody that was on that ship. Then we realized you wouldn't know what his brothers look like, right. so it oh. doesn't matter. Para? So as far as. Para doesn't know? Why would Para know? Para didn't. Oh, wait, no, Para would know, because Para was in the dream and saw your brothers in the dream with you, so he would know what they look like. So, yes, you did see them on board yeah. the ship. All right. Yep. Well, you saw Foza anyway, because mm -hmm. that's the he one you know. That was the only one, yeah, yeah, that we saw, yeah. Yeah, no, you definitely did see uh -huh. Foza aboard that ship. So, you guys are eating. It's kind of solemn. You know, it's kind of quiet. The uh, eminent battle always, you know, kind of kills conversation. But what do you guys do? I don't know. Well, we plot. We're plotting. We're plotting. This entire Are time, you probably. now? Automil is, in, you know, including himself in these plots. He's talking to you at least about strategy. Obvious, obviously. How do you feel about him right now? Well, his explanation was good enough for me mm -hmm. for now because I never really thought that Automil was the enemy. Sure. I figured, you know, he was always nice to us and stuck his neck out when he didn't have to. Sure. Um, it doesn't change the fact that they tracked you without your knowledge. Which they definitely did. At the same time, you know. I understand why they did it. Right. And, I'm, and I don't think that they're a direct threat. However, 
I know that uh, that Baron Lafleur is a direct threat, and specifically who he's working for. Yeah. Uh, and um, that and that they can track you. And that they can now track us thanks to their deception. Yep. Which you know thanks a bunch for that. No, yeah. and he recognizes that. I so, mean, if you came to him right there, like you know, you guys did fuck us. He'd be like, well, yes, we did, but you know, sorry. <laughs> it was good for us. Too, though. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. We were yeah. on the case, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like we, they were. I mean, they were. They realized they fucked up and they were trying to fix it you know mm -hmm. it's just that and frankly they probably would have had them if you hadn't summoned them into the yeah, yeah. fair enough so yeah. explain to us about this uh yeah. who did you see uh i so <laughs> um so amiel stayed behind outside because you know more recognizable outside where where were you ah uh, a tavern <laughs> and so where saw, was this tavern uh it was in river run oh because we were Never got to go there. We almost got to go to River Run. I know. <laughs> then we went to Turtle Fest instead. Nope. Um, this is the best two episodes ever. <laughs> um, and so I followed them inside, and I um, listened in on a couple of con uh, conversation, uh, and I learned about them t handing off the jars of dirt and exchanging of the gold, and then um, tried to sneak out. Didn't work so well. Uh, got Sebu and got him, tied him up. We're gonna go after. And I like sit down. And I'm like, the floor and the other one. Because I'm, because <laughs> I'm just like kind of like trying to remember. Yeah. And then um, and uh, was trying to go do that, but then uh, Admiral kind of went translucent. <laughs> so I kind of had to deal with that. Kind of grabbed onto him. <laughs> I see. I stare at her for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to attempt to uh, sense Godspark activity. I've done this before. Just on your own? Yeah. Yes. Okay, roll perception. So it's very strange that she was pulled in along. No. Four. No. You <laughs> can't. I mean, you're trying, but you just can't quite get a read on her. You know, you could tell for sure, though. See if you have one yeah, of those stones. No, well, that, but you could also hold the Eye of Saw. Yeah, and I'm when not going to do that. No, no, but not I'm just saying. Not in yeah. the pocket dimension, no. No, fair enough. No. Yeah. Remember when you held the eye of saw and you no, concealed yeah, them in their god why form? Don't use that. The I'm fuck? That's like fishing with dynamite, I'm stupid. I'm just saying, you know it's what... Oh, please. How many times have you guys reached for the eye of Versus saw during what this other journey? Decision. Oh, we're Versus under, what other decision? Oh, we're under a giant arch that seems otherworldly, like no one could ever, could ever, ever build. Let's hold the eye of saw and transport from their dimension while we're under it. Come on. I Come don't on. Know about that. Don't start to pretend like you're careful with yeah, it. But no. then I realized, that's when I realized that I'm not going to be using that so often. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. You guys have been pretty liberal with the thing that I told you from the beginning. That the remnant of one of the of the god of time told you was something that was dangerous to use frequently. He directly said, watch your ass with this. No. What are you talking about? Tyr told him how dangerous the Eye of Saw was. No, that was the god of travel, not time. Yeah. Sorry, I meant the God of Travel. Yes. Sorry. Wait, I'm the God of Time? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 you're not. You're time Travel! No, no, no. 100 percent everything. You are 100% not the God of Time. Nuts. Or fate, or any of those. Oh, come on! No, 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 no. You are the God of Travel. She ex Cyrene expects them to attack at dawn. That seems to be what they're setting up for. We need to do something before that, though. So, okay, what, what would you suggest, Dodo? Well, clearly someone's going to have to sneak in there and try and disable all this siege equipment that they're going to knock this 
tower down with. Yes, let's do that. Let's attack. You're not coming. Oh, when I'm coming. The, when was the last time you were quiet, Torvik? You don't want quiet. You want to destroy and smash. No, 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 no. That's tomorrow. You'll have plenty of time for that. I can be quiet. You see, and he like fishes his whole entire mug and he slams it down. You watch me be quiet. And he turns into a rat. There's now a rat on the table, skittering about, ducks behind a, a, um, a mug, leans out, and then like crawls up on the, on, on the edge of it and like, lap, 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 and begins to drink the mug. Okay, so you can come, and I don't know anything about you yet. So, and what can you do? I'm gonna go. If you're here, are you one of the, the guardians of the forest? Watermill puts a glance at you and like quite like, like downplay it. Uh -huh. Okay, you I know? went to roll yeah. perception to see if I saw him do that. <laughs> roll perception, go ahead. Uh, oh, he rolled a two, so you're so gonna catch this. 11. Yeah, you see Adamil kind of glance at her and like. Something you wanna keep under wraps, Adamil? Heigand asked me to protect her, to keep her quiet. Okay. To keep her even away from you when you were first visiting us. Why? I do not know. But if Agnes asked me to do something, I do it. Situation has changed. She is attached to Jodar. Ah. Her power is to be lucky. Well, that's lucky. Lucky? <laughs> her power is not lucky. always... Her power is not always good luck. Her power is luck. It comes in two flavors. <laughs> So far, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know why Hagen believes she is so important, but she does. So I do as well. And I've been assigned as her own guardian. I see. Well, I think we're all important. <laughs> so, so you need to think higher of yourself. Oh, I think Aww. I'm very important, my friend. No one has to remind Ademiel that he's the shit. Ademiel knows he's the shit. You don't even know what he can do now. He's gotten some new tricks up his sleeve. That's true. Much faster now. All right, so let's get the adventure started. I teleport on top of the nearest table, turn to the rest of the crowd and say, I'm going to assault the enemy at camp. Who wants to come with me? Right, they kind of look at each other and, I mean, Ademiel's like, well, I'm in. Torvik is like, oh, oh rat. There's a little, there's a little, no, it's actually, the rat runs, grabs a toothpick, slams it down into an olive, and he's like, rah, rah. Very cool, you're definitely coming. I'll go if Ademiel goes. So right. we Paris like, yeah, I can, yeah, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. But we're going to be surrounded by a thousand people. And that's exactly what they don't expect to happen. <laughs> that's fair. I mean... They expect us all to sit in here and wait until daylight happens. They come in and they trounce us. Let's do exactly what they're not going to expect. Let's attack them right now! If you do this, you should consider that you will be attacked as he says. Some of you will have to repel the attackers while the others disable the equipment. Obviously, Pera and you, I assume, will be the disablers. Well... Parrot could be used to keep people off and away, though. That's also true. And so could As you. Could I. Um, well, that's definitely true with you. <laughs> yeah. I think Automil. And you can always I, take, you know, you and Automil could take sniper shots at yeah. the ones who break through the line. Yeah. You know. And then me and Torvik. I there think you that's go. what's going to happen. There you okay, go. So here's what the <laughs> team is. So it's me and Torvik. You and Automil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're the strike teams that are going to these things and doing it. 
we're taking each a clearer so you guys can have para and we'll have zion right and then as we're going to these places they're go ahead. cleaving people apart for us to get through and then you just get to the thing turn it off go to the next thing you don't fight right. the general you don't fight the guy saying I bet I'd kill you. You don't worry about the spellcaster. You don't you know, ignore the dragon. You that <laughs> ogre is kissing the other guy. No, I just just leave all of Wait, them alone. Why are we ignoring gay ogres? Because <laughs> I think I want to stop and watch that. I'm gonna have to at least for creativity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you'd watch it because you'd be into it, but you'd watch it because you'd be like, well, I mean, I'm gonna have to now. It's, it's like it's like a car wreck. They're looking at the plant. It looks like, I mean, there's a central part of the camp where it's busy and there are catapults lined up on either side of it in a line spread out with about maybe, you know, a tenth of a mile in between each one of them, right? And both in Cyrene is like, well, we go into the center, right? I mean, if we appeared in the center, we will attract the most attention, pull them all towards the center, and the two of you can go east and west at the same time, take them out and then come back to the center. Sounds terribly dangerous. That sounds awful. This one can teleport. <laughs> this one can be, what can you be? And Antoine's like, ha ha ha, boom. And then like, he's a cat, and he's an eagle, and he's an alligator. All the shit like it's knocked off. Like, like, wow! Giant, <laughs> what, what, wow! I thought giant, you were upset about being a monster, yeah, but no. A giant tail kind of sweeps <laughs> back and crying. forth and like knocks off bread and ale and everything gets slapped to cool. the ground. I'm right, Torvik! Yeah, and then like, and then this is just giant alligator, like, oh, ha 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 ha, snap, 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 snap. All happy as can be. So that's what Torvik can do. And then boom, he's back into a rat he scuttles off to the side appears as a dwarf and then like apparently the drinking and the different sizes yeah. were a bit much for his system to take because his ability to absorb alcohol kept shifting and he kind of stumbles for a second he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> okay all right why are we leaving the clearers in the largest clustering of the enemies and then breaking out of it with this sabotage. Well, the idea is that if they create a big enough, if there is a huge, wait, if the there is forces to the center, yeah, if there's fire and arrows and force blasts going off in this highly concentrated group out, like in a circle, keeping everyone busy, no one's going to fucking notice a teleporting halfling and a, and a shape-shifting rat dwarf sneaking into each of the things, cutting ropes, disabling them, and getting to, 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 you know, I'm assuming you guys are doing this stealthily, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I was doing it way more forcefully yeah, this, at first. But that, well, the force is in the center. Yeah, but I mean, and again, I know I'm playing a bit, but this is what Sirena does, so she jumped in with tactics yeah. at this point. Yeah. She's probably been in a Well, I'm not really getting a clear picture of how this is Okay, so out. hang on. Let me just draw like a little teeny recreation here. So imagine, there's a central camp area, and again, this is not to scale. Right, right, okay? right. I just want to kind of get a And there's kind of camp sense. all around, and they have set up something like that. So what she wants you to guys do is teleport into the center here, form a protective ring, and just Go blast down the lines. fuck out of everyone. Oh, while the, these two are jump off to the lines. To, in the axis mm -hmm. of the catapults? Yeah. Yep, exactly. So you guys are just gonna be like in the center in this giant kind of X-Men fight, while they <laughs> quietly get to the catapults, cut ropes, whatever they got to do to complete, disable them and then come back and get you guys out of there, assumedly. Mm. Hopefully. Yeah. This yeah. could end terribly, though. We could all die. You could. <laughs> you could. You just got But, I mean, he's going to need, you're going to assume, like, maybe to get, to get this completely done right, 
10 rounds each on each on each side because he'll be faster at it. He'll be back first. Torvik's going to need at least 10 rounds to get this done on his end. Hmm. So it'll go like, you know, so some sort of them. Well, what if we got Torvik to stay in the middle and use Automeal instead to get to the other catapults and have Torvik change into fucking grizzly bear and help fight. Well, the, the problem is once he, once he starts uh, engaging, he won't do very well. Like, okay. that's the problem. Like, we're against like hundreds of people here. Now, actually, a grizzly bear would do really, really well, but Adamiel is certainly far, as, if you want people in the center keeping people away from uh, from it, you want Adamiel. Adamiel is just artillery at this point. He can fire his arrows so quickly. So you want these two providing cover in the center. So basically like the outer ring is gonna be you and Para, right? With your <laughs> with your fire and sorry, with his fire and your shields, you know, doing the main blasting. And then behind you, if they start to slip through the ranks, are gonna be her and Adamiel picking them off one by one by one. And then Torvik and them are gonna be cutting lines while you guys just clear house and then get the fuck yeah. out of there. All right. So maybe should should her holiness stay here and uh, yes. oh yeah, oh, she's yes, not going yeah, anywhere. Not no, no, in no part of this castle. did she ever no, no. suggest so you, she was you coming. You manage things here, your yeah. holiness. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's uh, like, yeah. Should we fail? Uh, hopefully, you're able to kill the rest and get out. Oh, by then we'll, and we save will have done enough damage that they won't be able to siege the castle correctly. If right. we're gonna appear in the middle of the main forces and fucking start attacking them. Yep. And with all your combined might. Yeah. At the very least, these people who have been trained to do this and have probably done this before can just stay in the fort where they can't be bombarded by siege equipment anymore. And they'll just wear them down eventually. Well, yeah. um. And you also have your oil trap. The mm -hmm. last minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, good luck, everybody. And it is a last minute <laughs> trap. I mean, setting fire to your own keep is kind of a last ditch effort, but yes, it'll work, you know. <laughs> I don't have any symp sympathy to this keep, so like I well, no, fair enough. Yeah, I know I mean, it's like, why are we saying this? Why are we fighting here? We just let them have it. And this is and the thing: destroy the keep. Well, I mean, assuming they're destroying the keep, if they're not destroying the keep and trying to kill you, it's nice to have the keep. Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming here we are being tested by whatever force created this tower. It's war. Right. Yeah. But well, hang on, hang on. Ayus and Ogun made the tower. They oh, no, added the levels into yeah. all of yeah, them. Yeah, but you know what? I bet this was modified because I wasn't born when they did that. Or maybe it was some, Maybe it was never made to be. I mean, there's huge gaps between each each floor. There was water in one of them. There's got to be some sort of mechanism making these things happen, whether it's magical or what. So you can assume you've seen levels change in front of your very eyes. Perhaps the entire thing can just rearrange itself and restructure itself for whoever comes. It's impossible but to know. Why? It's a really good question. <laughs> like that, it's a really good question. Like, why? It's a very complicated why? thing why? for no fucking reason. Yeah. You know? And like, if you want to like give, and you, the, I don't want to ruin the episode yeah. for you, but they tell you in general that they've gone through various levels and all the yeah, levels. So Argo, let me tell you. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Rita. Rita? 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 Rita. Rita. Yeah. Okay, Rita. so by the way, just mm -hmm. in case you want to know, we're either in a pocket dimension or got transferred somewhere far away, who knows, but we were inside the Union and we saw like a, uh, what's it called, a little a board and that's where we put, put ourselves on it and that's how we You can show them the board, it's right there. Well, it's not the exact board we were in. We were in, a, we were in an empty room. Yeah. That we had traveled through through four different rooms and explained about the water and explained about and uh, you know it, it was always very specific to our divinities to try to get us up there. 
So, and each room was made after a god or gods. Yes. In fact, as he's explaining this, he gestures towards the front walls of this keep, and lined along these interior walls are the god of travel and the god of war, both reaching out towards the front gate. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> no. And you also know, by the way, he's briefed you on this group. Right. You know who Dora is that he's attached to the god of travel. You know who Michael is that he's attached to the Zion god of force. Guy. Sorry, Zion. <laughs> you know who Para is. I'm not a god. And that he's like, that they suspect he's attached to Sephor, but there was always a question. Was it right. Sephor or was it uh, the god of fire? Mm -hmm. So they never really know. Like, was it the god of the sun or the god of fire? They were, they were, they were, they were never 100% sure on that. Right. And then you know that Torvik is attached to the god of beasts, which is interesting for the elves, mm -hmm. you know, especially because you kind of expected that to be one of yours. Mm -hmm. You're also kind of sub, sub, surprised that to hear through this kind of the same channels. They heard that the god of plants is in the desert and yeah. is an awakened cactus. No one really understands what that means. <laughs> right. that this person that they got the information from was, was, was having these waking fever dreams and kept speaking of a living cactus that walks, the, that. <laughs> that walks the Wait. walks the sands of Rizon. Is it like the Final Fantasy one? Yes, it's just know, like right? that. So I was or from Mario. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, you'll never hit that bitch. A bunch on top of each other. You will never we'll hit that guy. Mm -hmm. yep. Every single one of your attacks seemed to miss. <laughs> and then he vanishes and runs away. Fucker! Oh. No. No. What does uh, your character look like? Uh, like shoulder length, red hair, uh, icy blue eyes, uh, like 145 pounds. Five foot 11. Yeah, five foot 11. Tall, but not tall for an elf. Yeah. Just tall for just, a person. Yeah. And then. You know, taller than all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got a guardian bow, so like mm -hmm. that can go oh, back and forth. Yes. She and Automil clearly are both wearing guardian bows and guardian armor. Yeah. Because you have the armor yeah. as well. The same armor that you saw Automil in the first time. So when she goes into forest, she'll turn almost invisible. You know, she can probably fire those specialty arrows you saw Automil fire. That I have. Which ones do you have, by the way? You have the sleep ones. Two of the sleep ones, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Can make you more, huh? That's right. You get. I can literally you just be like. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, everybody grab equipment. So uh, if they have a lot of arrows and stuff, I don't want Automil to run out of them, for instance. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we, well, we can't. Yeah. Uh, Automil, actually, you know what? Automil trusts you, and, and he feels that after, you know, you guys recently found out that they've been tracking you, and he wants to regain your trust. So he would, he would lean in and be like, we do not need that, my friend. And he shows you his quiver, and it's empty. And he reaches back, and he's like, signal, yellow. And, he, and an arrow appears in his hand, and he goes, boom, and fires it straight up, zoom, yellow bolts of light. Nice. Out of curiosity, uh, in your place, uh, what do the red signals mean? The red signals mean that we are on the tracking of a hunt, I that see. we have found something, and to bring the others for imminent battle. What were the other colors? Yellow. Yellow, there was a yellow, and then Yellow means a... that we have passed an hour and not been able to find something, that we are at a neutral position. Isn't there, another huh. one? there was a white one or something, yeah. wasn't there? White one means we have, we have lost the trail. And that was the last one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. I'm good to know. Nope. So now we know. Funny information. Now we know. 13 yeah. episodes later. We attacked the wood elf. <laughs> <laughs> Fools. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the information. Yeah. <laughs> Automil likes his chances. So what do you do for the rest of the evening? Uh, I defeat the army. 
In case you're ready, you ready to go? <laughs> uh, uh, not if anyone else isn't. I won't start until, because I know people at this point. Brannick comes up and he's like, I'm going. To be able to cast I'm magic. coming. Brannick, I think you might be better use here in the keep. Yeah, I'm telling you I'm not going to be better use here in the keep unless you want me to be bashing my head against a wall. I'm coming. It will probably mean your death. It'd be better than where I was. So, Brannick, what happened to you? The last time I saw, I saw you in the dream. I saw you chasing Phryne. I saw you bashing your head against the wall. You see, you see him grow, like, distant for a second. That wasn't me, Zion. I wasn't there. Oh. So she saw, she must have gotten this vision too. And I don't know, Zion. I'm not part of, of that. I'm not part of this. I don't go in visions. I don't have abilities or powers and he's sharpening his sword the whole time. I don't know anything about that. Nothing. This is not my place. I wasn't supposed to be here. I shouldn't be a part of this. Okay, out of character. Yeah. Um, so I guess we just let him kill himself. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> just let him run in there. Like, was, he was hers. Right. Yeah. True. Good luck. Sorry. He wants to you. come. Fry and he's he not gets, here. He's not dumb. He gets the plan. I mean, he's clearly emotionally upset, but he gets the the um, plan. You guys are hold a tight circle, keep people at bay, and send them back. And he's listened to what you guys said. And he's, he's like, "That's a great plan." But if someone gets through the archers. You got no one to cover them. You got no one hand to hand. You're gonna need me to run interference and keep everyone safe. And if someone gets through, I'll tank them. All right. Well, let's say that. Hmm. Why the fuck not? Tanking exists as a term here. Nice. Yes, it exists. It exists and the All soldiers right. use it. All right. I'll tank them. <laughs> I'll tank them. <laughs> so, do we think that, it's, uh, that we should do this tonight before? Make sure you buff first. Yeah. <laughs> or should folks. we maybe do this like, just before first light. So that way we get a little bit of rest. Yeah, well, I mean, whoever needs to rest will rest, but we I need to do this deeply sooner to, so than Pera. later. Because mm -hmm. yeah. been here. No one's rested, so. Here's, well, this would be an, an idea. If they are setting up camp, and camp that takes many hours, they are clearly planning to attack, they are clearly planning to attack us at dawn. If we attack an hour before, that'll give us all time to rest, and we shall probably catch them off guard. I like that plan. We're going to attack one hour before dawn. So uh, whoever doesn't need to rest, keep watch and uh, wake us up an hour before dawn. Basically, you all get rest and she'll just put her people in watch. Yay. Yeah. I can be up. Anyone who's, yeah. <laughs> right, you need four hours of trance. Yeah, I'm good. That's all that you yeah, need. I, I need my spells back and I need to, I lost two hit dice. So. Okay, excellent. <laughs> So while you are sacked out cold, and those hit dice come back, by the way, they are restored to you with yeah, this full rest. And to Perrin. Yeah, he did lose two hit dice. Like, even, it looked at, even, for a while they thought they were permanent. It was even, good. Even if I'm not getting spells back, yeah. would I still be able to rest? Sure. Okay. Yeah, you can store it. So you get all your hit points back, all your hit yeah. die back, everything. Yeah. Thank God. Right? Mm -hmm. That was the only thing I was worried about. I was like, yeah. I'm kind of like a... No, you guys, you guys have plenty of time to rest, and they will wake you up before time. So you and Adam will go and kind of meditate right. at the top of the tower. You yeah. get up after a while. You see Zion and Para are like on a cot, 
kind of like curled in towards each other with their hands kind of met in the center. <laughs> and it's cute. Yeah, <laughs> this one is just like sacked out, arm out, foot out of the bed, tongue out, just gaping snores coming out of him. So loud like, for such a tiny little person. <laughs> so loud. Like, no, how is this? Rumbling. Like, you all are like, what the fuck? How does this happen? He's like, his whole be, body is made out of lungs. Like, just lung, just lung from here down to his knees. Like oh. a cat face palm, you know? Oh, so frustrating. Even Torvik doesn't snore this fucking loud. And he's stacked out right next to him, just drunk, covered in his own ale. <laughs> Torvik is continuously a little bit gross. And I wouldn't say that if he didn't describe himself that way. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's true. You guys enter your meditation and then you're kind of walking around the edge of the tower. There's a couple of uh, Kailu Lithars also up up um, there. There's another wood elf. Uh, I'm sorry, there, there's another wild elf. You don't know him. Mm -hmm. He is not from your guys' tribe. He's not from the Ironwood. So you've never met him before. Wait, is he from the Ironwood? Bef before I fuck this up? I have no idea. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Pale elf with thick brush of silver hair and bright lavender eyes. Okay, good. I haven't said where he's from. Perfect. All right, Kylo is not from the iron, okay. iron, um, uh, iron wood. That pale lavender mm -hmm. tells you he's from the south. Okay. No, no. That pale lavender tells you he's from the north. He's he's a northern elf, but far more north than you are. He is one of the elves that lives in exile in the woods near Gal Hadir. Mm -hmm. They've almost been hunted pretty much to extinction, but there are some left, and there are a lot of refugees from there. And he's okay. most likely one of those. Right. I said we'd probably just chat. <laughs> yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's on watch. He's kind of like just like up near the front, looking out. Yeah. Over everything, just watching the fires. Help, probably. Was that? I said we probably help where we can like ask where we can be like. Oh sure, you know, absolutely. If we can make you like know. a little like ring, you uh, know, around. You're from the Ironwood, both of you. Yeah. <laughs> what brings you here? <laughs> um, getting teleported here. <laughs> you trust them? I turned out <laughs> because. Adamil, I trust them. <laughs> I trust that their that their intentions are noble ones. I trust they are trying to do the right things. Do I know them? No. But I believe their intentions are good. And the other, I hate when I have to talk to myself. The other elf nods yeah. and he's like, if Cyrena believes in them, I believe in them. Right, and then I kind of like do the thing of like, if Adamiel believes, then I'm gonna believe, because like, that's all I have to go on right, right here. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and the only like one only I firmly know. It's one person then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. and, yeah. and frankly, Adamiel you know, has been very straight with you this entire time, right. clearly invested in you. So if he tells you something, there's no reason for you to right. not believe it. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough, okay. So you guys, you know, elf commiserate for a while and then uh, just kind of, I guess. You don't need to sleep like you guys. <laughs> right, exactly, yes. And it is hysterical. I mean, you, have, you you really haven't watched a lot of people sleep. Yeah. You know, you've seen animals asleep. Yeah. And you've always found that adorable. Right. And it's kind of the same thing. Like, it's such a, like, it's so weird. Like, yeah. what are they doing? Like, what, where are their what minds? What are they, there? yeah. So it's a very strange thing for you to see people right. sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of amusing, actually. Yeah, probably find it kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, so you're kind of like... You know, I'm like watching, but right. I'm like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you're watching me sleep? <laughs> so that, uh, you know. Elves. Yeah. Elves. What do you expect? <laughs> Creeping around in the dark, watching you sleep. <laughs> waiting to steal your babies. <laughs> we got to have costumes. <laughs> and we've stolen so many babies this month. <laughs> I got five myself. Uh, <laughs> so a couple hours later, you guys uh, groggily wake up 
and uh, start, and it's like you know, well you're you're woken up you're you're, you're you're woken up just before you know about a half yeah. hour before an hour before dawn yeah and uh, you both you know splash some water on your faces quietly assemble mm -hmm. and you are all at the top of this tower looking out all right all of those all of the awakened grab hands and grab Brannock's hands as well. Mm -hmm. And oh, as you guys cool. are doing this, Cyrena is pointing to her crew who are around the catapult in the front. There are people and, and, and the rest have bows at the very, very mouth. So they're ready for this to go pear-shaped mm -hmm. in case it does. Mm -hmm. And they're also getting, getting ready to add some backup because she's like, well, if the idea is to, is to distract, we may as well fire a few shots off. Sure, I don't think they'll get to there. It's like 10 miles we, away, but yeah. yeah. Can they reach there? <laughs> well, no, the front of the catapult line is much closer. They've set them up within range. They just haven't fired yet. So they think they can reach that. Oh, they're not going to have to move the catapults after they... No, they're set up. And then, then, then the camp is set a little further back. Are they in range of ours? Or you would assume so. Why wouldn't we just, why didn't we why just, we just open fire, fire when they moved their catapults into firing range? Well, you could have, but they were still setting up. That's, that's why, why you fired at them. No, they were still set up. Your people were getting the catapult ready. There weren't any oh, shots there. There wasn't any weaponry. We appeared and they were there. Yeah. Oh, we still should have fired. We, we could have sure destroyed so. that shit yeah, right I, now. They were getting ready. And the first time that's they... That's when you destroy them. That's <laughs> when you break them is when they're moving. No, you guys, your team, your they, yeah. were still getting the thing ready. It wasn't roped. It wasn't set. It wasn't... You had, had to prepare everything. It's not just taut and ready to go. They had to actually make the thing work, you know? It took him a couple hours. Yeah. I know a catapult that works when you tell it to just work. If it's set up to work. <laughs> oh, oh, him? Yeah. He can't throw something 10 miles. Why not? Because he can't. I saw. Yeah. So, so you guys are getting ready. Yeah, we're ready. We're right. Ready. So, yeah, we're, no, we're ready. Yeah, ready? We all got our armor on. We all got our. Right. You know, so you, blah, blah, blah. you, you, and, uh, Hera. and of course, bring the, uh, the the oblivion gem just in case. Okay. <laughs> right. Fair enough. So <laughs> you, you three, and Para, and Brannock, correct? Did I wait a minute? Did I ever get another coat? Or remember when my jacket was destroyed? No, you never and did that get another was coat. How I yeah. My no. belongings? You never got another coat. And it wasn't all of your jacket. Basically, from the shoulder down was all ruined. Then acid ate away kind of here, too. Uh -huh. So it's no longer really a good coat. <laughs> it's like a coat missing an arm and a whole sleeve area here. Oh. Yeah. So it just needs repaired. But I can still keep my stuff in it? Yeah, you're just like, this, this is all bare. Oh, okay. You know, where well, it should be. I, you know. I just, I oh, and I'm sorry. I, I will get this eventually. What is yeah. your name again? Rena. Rena. R-I-N-A. R-I-N-A. Okay. Yeah. Someone's getting ready to clock initiative. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. All right. Yeah. Okay, so we all clasp hands, and everybody mm -hmm. focus your energies on Doro. True. No, you've never done yeah, this before. Yeah, I was like, never done that so, before. So, uh, and nor, nor is Autumn. Oh, oh, you haven't done this before. Yes, there's only been two of you. We found out that we can combine our divinities and be more powerful than any one of us could ever be. And if we focus our energies all together on one of us, then we're able to do something truly spectacular. Like, for instance, uh, teleport 10 miles. Adamil turns to you and an elven, and they wondered why we were watching them. <laughs> I chuckle and a I little. And I say to him, I heard that. <laughs> I chuckle a little. He's <laughs> like, how, how exactly do you do this? You must clear your mind and focus. There's a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you go through the whole we bridge go, thing, yeah, right? We woke up the bridge. Earlier for this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You go through the whole bridge. You go down. And you kind of walk them through it for a second. You guys focus 
like on each other. Like you take a moment just to test it, right? And you kind of feel the bridge in the middle. You guys mm -hmm. kind of have an idea about what this is now. So right. like, all right, fine, great. Let's drink, let's, <laughs> let's, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> all right, so, Adam, so both of you roll wisdom. Okay. You and Adamil both roll wisdom. Straight wisdom? Yeah. Okay. 12. Okay, you need to roll constitution because oh. you're focusing. You've got this down at this point. And para also. Mm -hmm. 18. Yeah, para, they're not much help. This uh, around. <laughs> para is clearly distracted, being concerned about Zion because they're about to step into a Zion, warfare. So of course, he's not paying attention. And Zion's That's true. Distracted as well because he's worried about Para and Zion's everyone else. Right. Para. This right. was a terrible right. idea. Right. Both the elves uh, are, seem very unsure about what they're doing, so they're not very helpful either. And frankly, Cyri um, having Brannick involved. He's no help, he's just a further it's burden to move. Him. Right, yeah. so what did you roll? 18. Yes, however, you're able to get past all of that, block them all out, and pull them. They're like anchors holding you back, but you yank them along with you, and you guys vanish from where you are, appear a couple feet above where you wanted to be, and fall. So I need you to all roll uh, dexterity. Actually, acrobatics, if you have it. <laughs> Probably not, no. Mm. 16. 19. 12. Okay. Uh, anyone 10 or lower? Okay. A para falls and turns his ankle, and you hear a yelp of pain because para always injures himself. <laughs> you hear a yelp of pain as he falls, and he kind of gets up. He's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Para broke something again. And Torvik, you know. Almost like a cat, like very weirdly agile for 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 Torvik. For Torvik. Yeah, and his eyes have already Torvik flared has yellow. Torvik acting very differently recently. <laughs> Shut it's up. Very strange. I have to edit, I'm gonna have to edit all of this out. So his eyes flare a yellow cat's eye as he hits the ground. He's already clearly engaged. You appear in a clearing, in the center of the camp, and there are just hideous creatures everywhere who all just kind of like. Look like their mouths half, you know, half full of meat or whatever. Just kind of look up and snarl and start reaching for weapons and axes and bows or just a hot rock or maybe a stick on fire. Whatever they can grab at the uh, moment, but they're getting ready to a, to a, to attack. Though they are clearly surprised. Excellent. I would think initiative. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now. <laughs> You're kidding. You roll initiative, and then you all get one free. You all get one free action. Okay. Free action. Ooh. Well, I'll be going kind of. Well, this this is uh, uh, appropriate. They roll a three, collectively. Excellent. Okay. Well, let's just a second. So sure. Take your time. I kill all the enemies. <laughs> well done. One blow. He does it. He just, uh, he just starts narrating, and then we win. And then I get all the gold, yep. and I've won all the XP. Okay. And uh, I have the power. Dora, what did you get? Shit. Uh, Thirteen and this. Three. Sixteen. Nineteen. Oh, uh, Ademil goes on uh, eighteen plus. He goes on twenty-one. Well, he also. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, no. Twenty-six. I forgot yeah. to add his bonus. He gets a like, huge bonus because of his. Ability mm -hmm. on initiative because obviously he's quicker. Okay, first to act is on this free round is Automil. I would imagine. Okay, Automil just lines a couple up and in seemingly one quick move, flick, 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 fires three arrows in the time it would take you to draw one. You're not even sure you saw him fire them. They just <laughs> shoot out of his butt. He's like, <laughs> exactly. It's like hits one, yeah. hits two, hits three. Doof, doof, doof. Takes out three orcs in a line, dead. 
before they even really get up, just takes them right out. Excellent, Brannock. Okay, Brannock pulls his two-handed, you know, giant-ass sword and stands pretty much in the center, moves to the center here, and is watching everyone and is holding an action until someone rushes the line. These all represent orcs as they're gonna come charging in. Well, I can always recycle. I've never seen thing. an orc before. <laughs> you guys haven't, actually. That's an interesting thing. You're all fourth and fifth level and you've never seen an orc before. <laughs> You're all, wait, are you fifth level now? No, I'm fourth. No, you're fourth level. Fourth. So you guys are all fourth, but you've never seen an orc before, because I don't run a typical D&D world. <laughs> so, but these are what orcs look like. You've heard we've tale of them. wolves yeah. before? I don't think we've wolves? ever- Yeah, I don't think we've ever no. fought a wolf before either, have wolf. we? No. Have you even seen a wolf? No, well, yeah. dire wolf. Yeah, yeah, Torvik's <laughs> seen a dire wolf several times. And you know why you've never fought a wolf? Because like, once Torvik has abilities, there was really no point about sending animals against right, you. Right, right, exactly. I mean, you prove that with the bear, like it's just- staple, it's you the know. aggressive animals. No, I get you, it's just that also, I mean, Torvik doesn't really understand this yet, but when animals get within a range of him, they almost instantly become at least swayed under his influence. No animal would attack him. No animal would, would approach you guys aggressively. Even right. if you came across an aggressive carnivore, it would turn non-aggressive now just being around him. Right. So that's why you haven't been attacked. Right. Metagame, metagame, metagame. All right, no. the end. Rita. Mm -hmm. All right, well, I'm gonna take a shot at the mm, closest. <laughs> the orc. <laughs> yeah, the uh, closest orc. Sure. Probably uh, 11, yeah. 11? Yeah. Yeah, so you fire at the nearest orc and he brings up a shield just in time and it lowers and you see his eyes just narrow on you and his fangs. Well, Brannock. <laughs> All right, Torvik. Torvik, uh, boof, and he turns into a tiny sparrow with a bright red, a red breast that flaps into the air and you hear, tweet, 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 and he goes flying off in direction of the first catapult to the east. All right, okay. Doro. Uh, and he's kind of like drunkenly, like like exactly straight. You said he went to the east. Yes. Before I run off to the west one, uh, I actually want to look around and notice if any of these guys are bigger than the rest, or adorned perceptually, or is pointing and saying yeah. things to them. Fair enough. Perception. <laughs> you see the floor, no. LaFleur! four, and that is 17. Yeah, okay, so beyond the line, like back here a while, like if the catapults are going directly this way, kind mm -hmm. of southwest, right? You see a larger orc with an elaborate headdress and bones all covering him and face paint that he's clearly, even though you can't understand him, shouting orders Get to everyone around him. I turn to Automil and say, Kill the cute one! As I point to the- Kill the cute one? Yeah, kill the cute one. And I point to the one with feathers. Okay. Kill the cute one! Okay. I say to him, For your sexuality sure. is nebulous and weird. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, well, he's cute because he's I'm dressed up. I'm ready for war. Fair enough. What are you wearing? Kill the cute one. The cute one. He kind of follows your, 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 your oh, eye. Oh, I see what you right? mean. And he's Not so- Kill right. the cute one. And he's so- it's kill the cute, look what he's doing. He's dressed like a fucking bird. He kind of looks at you and says, <laughs> you know. Anyway, uh, now I go to the west. Five. Yeah, for plus your wisdom. wisdom. Yeah, but uh, well, that's fine. I mean, you uh, again, you've done this a million times. You're just oh, well, you're, you're just teleporting Papa, yourself. I'm going you over there it. then. Yeah. So, boom. You appear at the first one. I need a stealth roll. That actually much better. 
28. Yeah, you, you basically, you can see a crack through just into the very center of this machine, like, like the smallest centimeter of a view in. And you appear directly in the middle of this wooden structure, just perfectly in it. Now, a little bit of your tuft of hair, just a little bit, because your hair is kind of bouffant and big, because everyone draws it that, that, that way. A little bit, like, you, you move your head and like, you, ah, ah, your hair is embedded. Just a, just a little bit of the tip is embedded in the wood in front of you. It, you have materialized a little bit inside of it, I guess, with your hair, and it's stuck. You have to cut a tuft away to pull your head free. That's never happened before. But part of you oh, solidified in- I was like, I didn't want to appear inside it. No, you didn't. But okay. this has never all right. happened before, and, okay. that's, and, all, and all you can think about is, I'm really glad that was my hair. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, me. I, um, I Wait, no, I'm sorry. He moved. He can still uh, take oh. an action. Oh, well then. Oh, right. That was your action to free yourself. Right. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get those luscious locks back. <laughs> Tor, your hair. Right. Um, Tor, but heal my hair. Because <laughs> there's like right. a big spot now. I will reach out with my divinity. I'll mm -hmm. grab that orc. Yeah. And I'll throw him across. To the other work. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, roll just Constitution so you can focus on him. Now, is this when do I when do I know that it's a Constitution save and a Constitution just rolling straight? It's the same roll. Okay, so yeah. I always get this. Mm -hmm. Okay, you should always be getting a Constitution. I should always be getting. It. He never rolled his fucking Constitution. Yeah, I know. Bonus. Like we talked about that. Not that it matters. Wasn't adding proficiency. See, I know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, got I know. Nine anyway. Nine plus. Yeah. No, it's just nine. Oh, nine. Okay, you are able to get him, but you. It's like you hold him in place, but you can't quite lift him. Your focus is just a little bit off. Okay, Para, do better than me. Para just, Para sees like the line falter a little. Like you see his eyes flare over and also fire kind of appear on the back of his neck, kind of like a ridge of fire, like if he was Godzilla or something, right? <laughs> and he just draws his two fingers in a semicircle and this bluish purple flame appears in a wall all around there, about 10 feet high. Thin enough that. that you can see through it clearly, so it's not like a hot fire where it would block your vision. You can easily see through it, but you can feel the heat from it. And it's not like it's not like that, you know, harmless fire he right. makes. This is this is definitely real. Back to the top of the round for the uh, first round in which the BCs connect. Correct. We got an extra round. Yep. So Automail. Automail. Okay, so Automail. Alright, so Automail's gonna fire, fire, fire. He's not gonna go for the cutie? Miss. Oh, right, no, I'm sorry. That's what Thor he said to do. To so he doo -doo -doo, and fires three shots right at him. First one missed. That's going to hit. That's going to hit. Okay. Right into his arm and then right into his leg. And the guy kind of falters back and several orcs rush up around him and are dragging him off. He is not dead, but he's certainly wounded and at least taken out of a control capacity right now. All right. Well, well, they, got, they also have to deal with that now, mm -hmm. instead of him directing. Right. Mm -hmm. That's fine. There. Yep. Objective complete. Yeah. Do yep. what you want to do now. Well done. It's Brannick's turn. Brannick. Okay. Brannick is still holding action until someone breaks the until someone breaks the line. All right, Reno. I'm gonna hit one. <laughs> oh. Incredibly unlucky. Oh, no. yeah. Again, she's the god of luck. luck. She's not the god of good luck. <laughs> so you pull a one. I need you. Oh, let's see. What's going to happen? You're here firing this way. Yeah. Okay. I need you to roll a second die to see if you hit. So roll that die again. Okay. Now you rolled well, right? Yeah, like a 21. So you go to fire at this orc and you let go of your bow, and a second later, your eyes widen as a sparrow 
crosses the path of your arrow. So you strike Torvik in the side, in the wing. He goes spiraling down and slams into the dirt right about here. He'd be going as the other orcs, way. Oh, sorry. Right about, she shoots him in the arm. <laughs> right cut, right cut, right cut. And he, no, he has to get hit. No. He, he basically augers into the dirt and is immediately gone because there's just a sea of orcs and ogres and whatever. He's just gone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of God's Fall. As usual, we have my DM's notes and maps of the keep the players are desperately defending up on godsfall.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at godsfalldc. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time as the players seek an end to the seemingly endless climb of Baros's Union. <laughs>